Hey you guys and welcome to Bath, Body, and Candles. I am your host Latrice and this podcast is all about teaching you how to make bath and body products and also candles and we also showcase other small businesses and we also talk about this entrepreneurial journey and share mistakes and things that we have learned along along the way. So for today's episode, I will be talking about candle making tips. I will, I gather a few tips that I have um, learned throughout these past uh, few years that I've started making candles just to share with you all so that you can you know, understand why you may have been having certain issues or maybe answer some questions that you had about candle making overall. Now, I would like to say that I do have a candle wax calculator and a candle fragrance calculator on my website. If you go to rocktherand.com, that's www.rocthebrand.com, um, and go up under Formulation Central, you will see the wax calculator and the fragrance calculator, and it is free to download. So all you have to do is put in your numbers, and it will calculate everything for you. The instructions is included in the download. But of course, if you need anything, you can always reach out to me. So now we're going to get into these tips. They are in no particular order. It was just me jotting down some tips that I wanted to share with you all. So the first tip is do not exceed the max level for fragrance in your wax. This will clog the wick. Okay, so when you purchase wax, um, whatever supplier that you purchase it from, whether it be Nature's Gardens or Virginia Candle Supply or even Amazon, there should be somewhere in the description where it tells you the fragrance load. Okay, it'll tell you like how much fragrance it can take, it can withstand. Um, the average that I've seen is between like 8 and 10% fragrance, but um, I've also saw a wax that said it takes up to 12 percent so it definitely depends on your wax but you don't want to exceed that level because again it will clog the wick and it won't burn right it will mushroom or um it'll just like burn off a lot of soot and you'll lose the the smell so you don't want to do that so I've been making candles for about two to three years now. And at first I was making like just, you know, your regular basic candles. And then I started getting into decorative candles. I will say that I did, you know, shop around and look at other local companies that sell decorative candles just to, you know, smell them and see how they burn. And one thing I've noticed, this is just my personal opinion. But one thing I have noticed is that the decorative candles, like when you burn them, sometimes the scent isn't as strong as you would like for it to be. Like they have a very strong cold throw. So that means like, you know, you walk past it and smell it and it's not burning. The scent is amazing. But once you burn it, the hot throw, the scent that comes off once you burn it is not as strong. And I've learned that um, with decorative candles, sometimes the scent may not be as strong like the heat throw may not be as strong because of all the different types of fragrance that is in it or just the amount of fragrance that is in it so like you have you know your fragrance in the wax um like the core part of the candle and then you have it in your decorative additives and your whip you know your your whip wax and um 
any other additives that you add to it if you put fragrance in those it's gonna um cause that heat throw to not be as strong so i'm still testing it out again with the ones that i make um the cold throw is really strong but i would like for my heat throw to be stronger so the next batch of candles that i make i'm going to attempt to just put the fragrance like in the wax part like the core wax part and maybe not add it to my decorative items and see if that helps you know because i feel like after i thought about it some more um adding in those additives those embeds and they have fragrance in those as well that's going to add to the overall um fragrance level and it just it's not going to give off a strong enough heat throw so i'm going to play around with it and if i find the secret to that i'm doing my air quotes if i find the secret to that i definitely let y'all know but just to say like if you make decorative candles and it's not giving off of a strong heat throw like you would want to that may be why so um again speaking on decorative candles the less decorations and additives the stronger your scent will possibly be and again candle making is a science so like you really just have to play around with it it's a lot of trial and error um to figure it out so yeah less decorations and additives the stronger your scent will possibly be or you know um you can definitely add in those decorations and additives but just don't put the fragrance in there that could be a thing um so another kind of making tip finding the the right wax and fragrance combination is key it's a science and it takes time again trial and error i'm gonna repeat that a lot this episode trial and error is key all right finding that right combination is it's really gonna make or break your candle because um you know I've played around with two different waxes and I have one that I'm kind of going to stick with. Um, I did purchase one from an Amazon supplier and Amazon suppliers aren't bad. There are some very legitimate Amazon suppliers out there and I plan to do an episode on that, how to find legitimate Amazon suppliers, but there are a lot of legitimate Amazon suppliers, but this particular wax is just the in hold the fragrance, like the wax that I purchased from a different supplier. So I did notice that difference. So again, the the wax and fragrance combination is very important. All right. Um, another tip, the more open the jar is, the better the heat throw is. All right. So if it has like a small opening, your heat throw may not be as strong as it would be if it had a more wider opening. And I say a, a jar, but it can be any type of container that you put it in. Um, if the opening is kind of small, your heat throw may not be as strong as you would like for it to be. Now, another thing when it comes to heat throw, you have to understand that some fragrances aren't as strong as others. Okay, some fragrances are just, they have a lighter scent, you know, and then some are just really, really strong. So, a lot of times that could just depend on the type of fragrance it is, and it could also depend on the supplier as well, too. So, again, you kind of have to test out different ones and see which ones work well in candles and which ones work well in just your, your body products. Um a lot of times the suppliers in the comment um in the description up under the fragrance will let you know that because they test it out in different um different products and they will let you know how it performs in candles how it performs in you know lotions in um 
and body butters and sugar scrubs sometimes that information will be on there for you but again it doesn't hurt to test it out yourself to see you know how the fragrances perform performs in different um products and just because the fragrances aren't strong doesn't mean that you need to add more all right because that's just going to add to that max level of fragrance and again if you um go over that max level then it'll clog your wick and it's not going to perform well and it's not going to give you a good heat throw um another thing would be your wicks in general all right so you need the the right wax fragrance and wick combination i should have said that in the beginning you need all three of those things okay they really can make or break your candle the wick is very important as well and you just have to test out which wicks work best in which containers you know the wicks um comes down to again the type of container that you're using the type of jar that you're using if you're using a bigger jar you may need two or three um wicks you know if it's a smaller container smaller jar you may can only go with one wick so it just it depends on the type of container that you're using and the type of candle that you're making um so mixing at the right temperature and mixing for about one to two minutes is important for the fragrance throw okay so every wax again this is going to be in the description where you purchase your wax from is going to tell you what temp to pour at. okay so pouring at the right temp and then mixing at the, the right temp is going to tell you um like when to pour your fragrance as well like that's in the description as well what temp to pour your fragrance at that'll be in there as well so you need both of those temperatures um to be you know close in range as possible so you pour your wax at the right temp you pour your fragrance in at the right temp and then you mix it for about one to two minutes this is important for your fragrance though that really helps the fragrance and the wax combine okay the next tip is um also pouring at the correct tip again will also um help you eliminate the frost of your candle so if you have like a frosty type crystallized look on your candle and you really don't like that it could be um associated with the temperature that it was poured at um oftentimes i've heard people say like if your container or the jar that you're using is cold that affects that as well so you really have to kind of make sure every like the jar is room temperature and then also make sure that you pour in the wax at the right temp but i will say that some natural waxes like i use the natural c-6 wax the soy wax and it does have a natural frosting to it um that was in the description when i brought it and i'm okay with that i don't have a problem with that my customers don't have a problem with that as long as you know it smells good when they burn it that's all that really matters but if that's the issue for you you may want to look at the type of wax that you purchase and then again also making sure that you pour at the correct temperature okay now another thing that happens when you pour if you have holes after you pour it in it could be that the particular wax that you're using requires a second pour or you pour it at the wrong temperature again pouring at the wrong temperature could cause those sinkholes or it could be the wax that you're using when you purchase the wax that should also be in the description somewhere that tells you like hey you know this wax does require a second pour 
or it'll say this wax only requires one pour. But sometimes it happens and that's honestly an easy fix. If you're doing a decorative candle, then you can fill it in with your decorations. Or if it's just a, you know, regular candle with no decorations and the hose is at the top, just take a heat gun um, to remelt it and then um, let it solidify that way and that'll help with the hose. So you may not have to pour any more wax on top of it. You can just simply, you know, melt it down and then let it um, solidify. So that's how you fix that if you have hose, either pour a second time or use a heat gun. Now, another tip is let your candles cure for at least for at least three days or maybe even up to a week before burning. All right. So after you um, make your candle, don't burn it to test it. Let it sit there for about three days, even a week if you can. But I would say three days is, is a good time. And then you can burn it to see how it performs. Um, you know, if you're making it for a vendor event, try to make it at least three to four days in advance that way you know if your customer wants to go home and burn it right away then they can and it'll be good to go but candles do need to cure it gives the time it gives the wax and um the fragrance time to like bind together okay and lastly i said it throughout this entire uh episode you have to do a lot of testing trial and error okay again candle making is a science and once you kind of get something that works Make sure you write it down, document everything. That way, when you find a formula that works for you, you will have it easily available. But testing may be required for each wick, wax, and fragrance that you decide to use. All right. So if you can find that wick, that wax, that fragrance that works for you, you know, try to stick with that. And then the only other thing you would have to test would be your fragrance load, how much you can use. Some people are good with using eight and that works for them. Some people use 10% and it works for them. Me, I use 10% in mine and it seems to be working really well. Um, but yeah, document everything. And once you get that perfect formula going, that perfect, um, yeah, the perfect formula going, uh, the perfect amount of everything, the perfect amount of wax the perfect amount of fragrance you know in the right wick then you'll be good to go and your candles will smell great and they will perform great all right you have a good cold throat and heat throat all right so those are all the candle making tips that i have for now um if you have any more you know feel free to shoot them to me and i will do a new episode to add them to it or whatever but i hope this was helpful to you in your candle making journey don't forget i do have a candle wax and fragrance calculator that will help you determine how much um wax you need for your container that you're using and then also how much fragrance you need based off of how much wax you know you'll be melting down so that is available to you on my website for free i hope this episode was helpful and i'll catch you on the next episode bye